Hello and welcome to a Taylor's Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and welcome back to a brand new episode. This week, I'm in beautiful Amsterdam, and brand new episode, brand new place, brand new time. A little bit of a head, an hour and a head. So uh, when I when this gets re- released, it will be an hour ahead of time. Hopefully, I've adjusted it for UK time. I know. Sorry for the rest of you worldwide listeners who have to deal with that. That is just how I'm scheduling at the moment. So let's get straight into it. I mean, why did I go into Amsterdam, why have I just gone away from beautiful Dorset, Zeals? It's just to get some time away. It's good to shake things up. It's good to be able to just say, fuck it, I'm going somewhere new. Uh, And I think a lot of people can relate to that in the sense that they get into this regime where you're doing the same thing over and over and over again. And you just want to snap your fingers and go, fuck it, I'm going somewhere. I'm doing something new. And you need to shake things up to be able to understand what's really positive for you personally so if you're doing something right in your regime and your schedule you're going to find that things uh, are going to be reflected when you move go abroad or if you go somewhere new and the things that you truly love will continue with you because you have this ability to understand what works for you what you enjoy what you're having fun with and what can be reapplied in a new place without really having to put too much effort in for me personally it's reading writing in the morning and then meditation Uh, you'll find that the podcast is harder to find a good setting for so there's always going to be that you know problem of finding that new location so as I'll always want to put the podcast in because I love doing this stuff but what you'll find is the little things these these small things these things that you really enjoy become a little bit more difficult because you have to find that peace and quiet or the right environment for you to get those things done and by doing so you actually make it that much more pleasurable because you understand that you're putting some effort in you're putting that time you're putting that place in so yeah i think that um shaking up going somewhere new obviously uh i get the benefit of this beautiful 25 degree heat um pause pause for motorbikes of course um and you know having the ability to go somewhere new and try new food and be in a new place nothing better than going to amsterdam and going across the bridges and the canals and the, the beautiful scenery and just enjoying being in a new environment what i have done for me personally is actually i've made it more about work this time so last time when i was in mexico and the usa i was just touring i was just enjoying myself having a great lollygag but what i've actually been doing is getting in like four hours of coding in being able to get in writing reading um, doing my book making sure i'm writing making sure that uh, I'm doing journal entries, con- continuing this consistency. And what I've found is that it's actually a, little, a lot harder to do that because everyone else is doing the fun stuff, the good stuff, the stuff that I was doing beforehand. I really uh, have taken full advantage before of not understanding that when people are getting work done, you're going away and having a great time. You forget that you have to have that mental uh capacity to be able to just continue to zone in on your work and ignore what everything else is going around you and i think that's the only downside to traveling abroad when you're trying to get work done as well as have a new place is that you have to have that much more effort into being able to focus and to be able to ignore the world around you and and sometimes be a little bit more lonely because you have to be that oddball who's saying no no you guys go ahead you go go for that drink i've got to stay behind and uh, get that work done i feel so much better about myself it's uh, a little bit you know difficult but if you're really you know i think i i, th- I think about this in kobe's mindset the mamba mindset in that 
you can't get distracted. You have to. If you have a goal, if you have something that you want to get done, you can't let anything around you distract you from that. And by doing so, you may find that other people are saying, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? The truth is, is by doing so, you're actually, you know, pushing yourself further down the path that you want to be on and not the path that they want to be on. They're not living your life, you're living your life. And that's what we have to remember. It's a very difficult thing to do and say, but once you execute it, it's hell of a lot easier down the line so gonna get this straight out of the way Chelsea versus Liverpool yesterday I'm sorry for all those non-football fans right now catch all of the constantly happening football here it's all here and it's all football always it is impossible to keep track of all the football but your best chance is here for me personally it was heartbreaking having to watch Mason Mount miss a penalty and he could have potentially put us into the FA Cup uh, and, and won us the FA Cup from that point. I know it would have taken us to 5-5, uh, sorry, 6-5, and then Liverpool would have had a miss for us to win it, but nonetheless, it would have put us in the powerful position of being there, uh, and being in that scenario would have been much nicer than knowing that you obviously lose to Liverpool in the end and have Simicass fucking score against you, for God's sake. And I, I would rather have Mane won it for Liverpool in that penalty than have Simicass bloody score, for God's sake. It's, it doesn't, it's not a good look. Um, it's not a good look also for Aspilicueta, who's potentially leaving the club at the end of the season. It would have been nicer for him to go out on a big bang rather than miss the penalty that he's now leaving the club after losing to Liverpool for the second time at Wembley and the second time on penalties. So it's going to have to be some serious questions done by the club on uh, penalty taking and also that mentality to be able to after 120 minutes of exercise keeping that keen eye that keen like can I do this and obviously it's very difficult to do and I'm not somebody who would be able to comment on it because it's a, a true dog mentality when it comes down to being able to play football for that long length of time keep a clean sheet and then also keep a, a a keen enough mindset to be able to get to that next stage and, and win the cup and Liverpool are clearly the more complete side uh, of the two and I totally understand that that is obvious in many cases they have the the better strike force the better defense uh, and the better midfield in, in all capacities which is really upsetting to say as a Chelsea fan because I love my club I love the the way they're playing at the moment and it's, it's just sad to see that we just don't have that extra spark to be able to take us to the next level so yes getting out that out of the way watching I was watching the uh you know, text by text live status update from uh, the hostel last night while the game was being played uh, because obviously I didn't realise I didn't have a VPN to help me watch the game on BBC. So that's a little bit of a downside, but you know, apart from that, Chelsea gave it everything they could and it was just uh, down to penalties. And once again, Liverpool have uh, managed to be able to beat us on that mentality front. So sad, but it is what it is. So, living in Amsterdam for, for a week, I've been here since Tuesday and it is now Sunday uh, and it's been lovely being here. But what I have realised is, like I said, obviously getting work done is much harder in a, a different environment. But what I've realised as well is that the type of hostel, hostel you stay in can really determine the type of people you meet. And this is the the hostel I'm staying at. This is my choice, by the way. I just what I do on Hostel World is basically I go to the best rated hostel. So I go to the hostel that with the highest rating and the best reviews, basically. And what I might change from now on is actually do the same thing, but look at the reviews and determine whether it's a good place for solo travellers. 
because what I've found is and what I found in Mexico specifically was that the one with solo travelers and you are going to meet people who are on the same wavelength as you and that can be make things a lot more fun not that I haven't met people here, it's, it's been really nice to, to chat with a gentleman from South Africa who is really just like a down-to-earth person and really good conversation. Uh, and meeting people is always the best part of hosteling. And when you're in this work mindset, it is it, it does take you a little bit back to reality and have that snap, ah, that's what I'm doing right now, that's what I'm here for. Because if you're just in your mind and you are solo traveling, you're doing all the the uh, above the shoulders calculations like they say and play the clip from Wolf of Wall Street now decimal point high frequencies bang 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 <laughs> fucking digits all very acidic above the shoulders mustard shit mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. kind of wake some people out mm-hmm. right you gotta feed the geese to keep the blood flowing <laughs> um, and from there you have to think about the Having these conversations with new people allows your mind to open new pathways, neuron pathways. I don't, I can't remember the specifics, but I think it's like if you come up with new information or if you do a new pattern, your brain creates a new pathway between neurons that allows you to, um, like, and if you repeat that process over and over and over again, you strengthen that pathway. And by doing so, you can re-go uh, down it. And it's that's the same pathways that we use to be able to learn new languages and so when we converse with new people we have this new opportunity to be able to create those pathways so I'm always looking to to find that new person to talk to because it will open up my mind a little bit to the rest of the world but it will also, also create a new biochemistry within my brain now I might be talking absolute bollocks right now but it is uh, a positive idea whether you like it or not whether the science i've got wrong it doesn't matter meeting new people does help you and it does open up your mind to new possibilities and i'm hoping someone will be able to say yes chris you're right that does that does scientifically back it up but apart from that it doesn't matter you may be wondering as well have i been able to keep up uh all of my fitness my dieting all of these things because as i most recently put a video out about 2200 calories and what i have found is that i've been able to maintain that diet in through traveling by picking specific foods with high protein uh, and low fat and then going for a lot of fruit what i've found is that what i can find when i'm traveling is there's always these big packets of these big bowls of fresh fruit which is fantastic so you can what you can do is buy yogurt as well yogurt and protein bars and you can get those too and the yogurt's normally low calorie and so is the fruit so you can get some carbohydrates and you can get some good protein and then you can find your protein bars have a couple of those at lunchtime keep you going till dinner and then you have like a chicken based meal you can have a salad based chicken meal which you can easily buy chicken from the local mar- market or wherever you're at it doesn't matter whether you're in the Netherlands France Germany wherever you're going to be able to find yourself a homemade salad anyway and they're normally low calorie as long as you don't have those sachets of bloody high calorie fat uh you know salad cream that i've cocked up with before but if you're able to do this and you have like a a breakfast that's from the hostel in the morning you can then just have the breakfast have yourself some eggs some turkey some fresh bread because it's normally homemade bread in in europe and it's fantastic it's delicious stuff Uh, some coffee some orange juice and by doing so keeping these whole foods and then having more fruit 
cucumber, fresh stuff in the morning. You can keep yourself going throughout the day without having any crashes. And then for me, I'll have on a Saturday or a Friday, I'll have one sort of meal where I'll have some sort of like sweets or high, higher calorie food, which may uh, increase my calories overall. But the amount of steps I'm doing at the moment because of all the exploration that I'm doing on the weekends, uh, it doesn't really matter for me personally. I'm staying in that low calorie deficit. One thing that I did find really interesting while I was in uh, Amsterdam, I went to this place called Body World the other day, uh, and it's a plasticized version of the human body where you can see the muscles the arteries the organs everything in there the nervous system and it breaks down what does what and what can happen and the fact that happiness and sadness are states of the mind that can they're phases they're not like you don't the biggest lie ever told to kids is to seek happiness like we're told to go do a job that makes us happy but the truth is is that happiness is a phase it's like you it's like uh when you do drugs and you get those endorphins or if you go for a beer and you have like it's temporary it doesn't last forever that's why people who drink they have to drink regularly and they do it in large amounts to be able to keep that buzz going and it's the same with happiness happiness is this you, you're not always happy but you are content most of the time if you're in a good space. And if you find yourself in sadness, sadness is the same as happiness. It's not forever, it's temporary. Uh, and so the, the funny thing about this place is because it was called Happy, the Project Happy or Happiness Project. And the idea was that uh, the human body and the sort of investigation behind the human body was that people uh, could go in and out of happiness and sadness and that you have the ability to choose how to enter it and how many times you enter it and what you can do to be able to get to that phase next and what I found was mentioned many times throughout the exhibit was that exercise was a massive factor keeping the body moving and it had it showed photos of all of these 90 year olds all of these like you know people who were getting into their hundreds and still active and it's because they were doing activities it wasn't like they were lifting massive weights in the gym all the time it was that they were just doing stuff like you know digging up flowers and and keeping themselves going rather than just sitting on the couch eating foods that are unhealthy for them and and that's a big thing is being able to maintain that throughout until an old age uh, and so i found it fascinating going through there and one of the things that finished the happiness project was that you got a biometric of like your readings your muscle reading so it was like um i forgot what greg Doucette calls it but it's a measurement of your entire body mass index and it's i think it's i can't remember what but he thinks it's rubbish anyway it doesn't matter but basically i got told that uh, I, I got 94 out of 100 for like my body rating uh which i was very pleased with and it was like uh, i've got 10 percent body fat uh and then 85.5 kg weight overall with like a basically a great ratios for my body so it's, it's telling me that i'm i'm going down the right route at the moment and that i do daily exercise and that my rest and re recovery mainly comes from sleep and nutrition and so i think that the biggest another lie that i think is told is that rest and recovery comes from having whole days off i don't think it is i think it's you get a lot of recovery from the days that you're exercising on but you're not exercising for the whole day you're just doing an hour's exercise and so the 23 hours you have left are used for recovery so keep that in mind when you're thinking about longevity 
and trying to stay healthy. So I found that fascinating while I was here. So if you're in Amsterdam, visit the Body World. I, I was recommended by my hairdresser, uh, <laughs> aka the Wolf. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. He's on Instagram, all those things, and he's based in this place called Cutthroat Barbers. So if you're ever in Amsterdam, need a good haircut, go down to there. Uh, I think that Amsterdam as a whole, architecturally speaking, is just beautiful. It's just a gorgeous place. Uh, it's small though. Yesterday, when I, it was Saturday, I thought, oh, you know, I'll walk into Amsterdam from here, from Amsterdam Schlodek. And Schlodek to Amsterdam Central was around 45 minutes to an hour walk. And by the time I got there, it was really quiet because it was like 9 or 10 in the morning. And then it hit 12. And oh my God, like it was jam packed. I don't think Amsterdam is, is structurally made for lots of people because, like, if you put the amount of people in London, London's quite spread out. Amsterdam's quite a small city centre. And so it's just mass upon mass of people in a really small area. So it, it does it does feel overwhelming when you are, after COVID, being surrounded by all of these people. But, you know, that's a small thing. So getting away from normal life, fresh mindset. I think I've mentioned that earlier. Ah, yeah, waking up at 5 a.m. during the week. So on the weekends, I wake up at whatever time I want. Normally, it's around 7 or 8 in the morning. Uh, but recently, since reading the 5 a.m. club, uh, I found myself dedicating to getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning every morning during the week, Monday to Friday. And I used to do 5.30 back when I was uh, a placement student uh, to be able to get in a workout before I went into work. And what I found is that I no longer put it towards exercise, I put it towards my just normal regime of reading, writing, meditation, uh, and then getting work started. And what I found is that that peaceful time in the morning, it just allows you to think clearly. And you're not bombarded with the world. And you see the sun rise, and you're just kind of, you're at peace. I love that. I truly do. I love the fact that if I get up, I feel like by 12 o'clock I've already accomplished so much. I've already done so many things. And by doing so, it makes me feel really good about myself. And and after 12, I can, I can then do what I want with my day in Amsterdam. And I can go in and I'm, I'm going to Berlin uh, next Tuesday, on, on the Tuesday of next week. I'm getting the train from Amsterdam to Berlin. And I feel like I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to be getting up at five o'clock in the morning. I'm going to be uh, getting work done. And then in the afternoon slash evening, I'll go explore the city and, and see what's going on. And by doing so, I'm getting what the equivalent of is of a nine to five job in, but I'm doing it in the morning. Uh, and then the afternoon, I can get my exercise in and get my viewing of the city in. And I, I can even slot in another uh, couple of hours of work in the evening. And what I'm finding is that yeah, I'm getting tired in the, the afternoons, but if I put strategically like a two or three o'clock workout in there, it revamps me and then provides me with the uh, sort of like clear head to be able to move forward. So it's, it's really fascinating just seeing how you can wake up, keep this clear mindset in. And the next thing I'm going to try and incorporate from this book as well as the five waking up at 5 a.m. is fo focusing on the four main things heart set spirituality set um, mindset and then I think so it's yeah soul set mindset body no fitness set, <laughs> it's body set and then heart set so I'm gonna I, I'm not totally sure 
I understand the soul set, I understand the mindset, and I understand the body set, but I don't totally get the heart set yet. So I'm going to focus on that one and, and try and figure it out. And when I do, I'll, I'll let you know what, what I mean by that. Uh, and if you've already read the book, uh, 5 a.m. club you probably already understand it better than I do but it's fascinating to see how they've taken a fictional story and basically allowed it to be a, as, as a, a tale to incorporate into your day-to-day -day life and some of it's rubbish some of it's that you know vague advice that anybody can say to you basically like saying uh, you know uh, you can you can talk and you can act but I advise you to do both. And that's like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, play the clip. You could talk about it or you could do it, but you better do both. And it's like, well, what's the it? Like he tweeted once, he goes, ideas are shit. It's all about execution. It's like, execute what? What are we going to do? I need help. My kids are sick. Execute what? Can you text me? Do I meet you somewhere? How do we start this? How do we build these businesses? Are we going to do it together? What? And so it's this, it's so vague. And I love that clip from Tim Dillon where he's saying, what are we doing? What are we doing? I'm trying to build a business here. Like, yes, give specifics sometimes. That's why I'm, I'm a big fan of giving specifics to people when I'm trying to actually teach. Because if you're just giving people vague ideas, they're going to come up with their own ideas. Uh, and that won't necessarily help them in the end. And that's not useful for you or that person anyway. Uh, so... You know, that's that's what, what's been going on with me at the moment. And I'm trying to find balance. I've written down here as well. That's a big thing. Uh, and, yep, been enjoying Amsterdam, getting away. I've got another couple of weeks of, of traveling. I'm going to be doing uh, Berlin and then Vienna afterwards. Uh, and then it's my dad's 60th birthday. Yeah, I know. The immortal. The immortal man himself becoming 60, the AKA Will Ferrell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably hate me for saying that, but it's true. He's, you know, he's the immortal Will Ferrell. He, look, he looks amazing, but uh, he's 60, which is, is nuts to say. And I'm 27 this year. And plan is for, for me to to go home for the 60th and, and uh, take take charge of the barbecue, basically, for the celebration. So I look forward to that. But during the meantime, it's time to get some work done. It's time to focus, find the balance to be able to continue the happiness sadness contentness fitness soul set mindset health set and body set and to use this time because i will never have time like this again i i'm very aware of this now i will not have the ability to just say i'm going somewhere and having the no responsibilities i will not have this because a job contract is coming up and as soon as i accept the contract that's it I'm back to normal. I'm back to having these responsibilities, having the uh, you know stationary lifestyle and sense that I will not be able to say, right, that's it. Going somewhere new, going to New York, going to Mexico, going to Bali, going to Indonesia, you know, going to new places across the world. This will not be a common occurrence uh, for me later down life. So I will appreciate now and enjoy life and I say to you I hope you do the same take periods of your life to be able to break it up go do new things meet new people see new places but at the same time work hard and go move towards your goals because you will also find that that is true meaning to your life so hope you've enjoyed this episode aimful in Amsterdam uh, I will pr produce with one of my favorite uh, guess like guess quotation marks uh, compilations next week uh, it's going to take me a while 
it's going to be either Obi-Wan Kenobi next week or it's going to be Two Bears, One Cave. You'll find out if you go and listen to next week's episode. Hope you enjoyed this episode. This has been a Tellers Tales podcast. This has been Chris's Corner. I've been your host, Chris Taylor. And as always, I hope to see you this time next week. Bye now.